Not here. Not now. Chapter 1-5 Her clothes torn off her body. Chelsea Jones found herself shoved into a room with no escape. And her eyes darted around in fear. There was no man in sight. Instead, he was observing her from behind a two-way mirror. Chelsea, on the other hand, could only see her shivering and helpless reflection. She was in a renowned club in Avonport, known as Femfadali. Beep. The signal light on the wall buzzed as a sign of her observer's decision to bed her that night. Horrified, Chelsea stumbled backward as she muttered to herself. No, no, no. I can't prostitute myself like this. Right then, the door behind her opened, and one of the women who had shoved her into the room entered. She draped a dressing gown over Chelsea before pushing her into another room. The setup of this room seemed different from the previous one, featuring an apartment-style layout with a bedroom, a balcony, and an attached bathroom. The bedding was as white as snow. Mr. Jones is selling your virginity, and our client has agreed to this transaction. We will be checking the sheets after the deed for verification. Once we are satisfied, we will wire the balance to Mr. Jones' bank account. Otherwise, Mr. Jones will be subject to a penalty amounting to 10 times the transaction amount. And you must serve in Femme Fatale as a hooker for life. Understood. Chelsea shuddered in fear as the words caught in her throat. She could not bear to imagine the fate that would soon befall her. Understood. Answer me. The women crowding her demanded a reply. She jumped in surprise before nodding meekly. I, I understand. She stammered. It is futile to escape. Mom's safety is at stake. So there's nothing I can do but accept my fate. Her womanizing. Gambling addict of a father had racked up an astronomical debt. In order to pay it off, he had forced Chelsea to prostitute herself by threatening her mother's safety. She and her mother had pulled through many hardships together all these years. And the latter had suffered silently through countless humiliations for Chelsea. In fact, the abhorrent man who sold her off was not even her biological father. When he forced himself on her mother back then. She was already pregnant with Chelsea. Her mother told her to keep him in the dark about her true parentage. Or she would be at the receiving end of more unspeakable horrors. The clients of Femme Fatale are all rich men. Naturally, they're expecting a fun time for the small fortunes they've handed over. Feel free to let your imagination run wild when you seduce your client. Acts of fox modesty to deter the client are a big no-no. If the client is dissatisfied with your service and makes a formal complaint, the consequences will be yours alone to bear. Who knows? You might not even live to see the next day. Words flew at her from all directions. And Chelsea could only nod weakly. She knew how things worked here. Cooperation rather than resistance would work better in her favor. But that did not stop the overwhelming fear she felt in her bones. She asked uneasily. I is there any alcohol here? Can I have some? How's your tolerance? If we're talking about beer, I get tipsy after a can. I'm drunk after a second. And I'll black out on my third. Get her a bottle of wine. Alone in the room. Chelsea downed the bottle of wine in one breath. She needed the alcohol to fortify her guts and sink her mind into oblivion. If I don't know what's happening, 
I'll feel less disgusted when it's over. When the door was suddenly pushed open, Chelsea got up to her feet with a sense of foreboding, hugging the wine bottle tightly to her chest. Her feet swayed, and her vision blurred. When she stumbled to the man who entered the room, she tried to widen her eyes, but nothing came into focus. A burp escaped her mouth before she broke into a tipsy smile. Thank you for choosing me tonight. I promise that you'll have a good time. This wine is great. And I think I drank too much. B but that's okay. I know what to do. I I need to take this off first before I remove your clothes. T then I'll hug you. Oops. Drinking far beyond her limits was a poor call. As her legs gave way. Chelsea fell clumsily to the floor. How pathetic. She soon forgot about her wretchedness as she crawled to her feet by clinging onto the man's leg. With a crooked smile on her face, she added, Oh right, I just remembered. I'm not wearing anything since they took everything off me. It's fine. It's fine. I'll help you take your clothes off. I have a lot of energy to spare, so we can keep rolling on the bed end. Her words were interrupted by her sudden burp. However, the man seemed unaffected by her inebriated state. It was impossible to make out his features as he wore a white mask. Just then, a thought crossed Chelsea's mind. It made sense for the clients of Femme Fatale to conceal their identity. After all, they could not risk being recognized. Or worse, pestered by the hookers in public. Still... She was curious about this man who was about to claim her virginity. I I will serve you well. You'll be happy trailing off. Chelsea reached out to touch his mask. As soon as her fingers made contact with the mask, Chelsea was scooped up and tossed onto the bed, landing in an ungraceful heap. The violent impact shook her insides. As her stomach churned from the excessive amount of wine she had consumed, an unbearable pain surged through her body. Nauseated, her limbs felt numb, and she tried desperately but failed to ground herself. Soon after, a cold, hard body pressed her into the bed. The pain of losing her virginity was excruciating. She wanted to scream her lungs out as she tried to push him off. However, he lifted her hands above her head before he continued to seek pleasure. Chelsea could vaguely make out his heavy panting amid her pain. She felt like she had lost a crucial piece of herself at that moment. It hurts like H. Asterisk Who is he? She wanted to open her eyes and tear off his mask. Yet the last thing she remembered was a blurry figure taking and taking from her without mercy. When she finally came to, the bedsheets were warm from the sunlight streaming in through the windows. Her body ached, and there was a burning sensation between her legs. The client had left a long time ago, leaving his white mask on the bedside table. So it wasn't a nightmare. Chelsea was dejected, forcing herself to sit up. She noticed a gold card underneath the mask. It was a room access card with a long string of numbers on it. MAGSWW009. What the heck is this for? Did he leave this for me? No, it can't be. A voice crackled through a speaker in the room. This is Femfatala's VIP gold card. It's very rare, and you are only the ninth person to receive it. 009 is your code. 
which corresponds to the room for your exclusive use in the future. The client was satisfied with your service, and he would like to reserve you for one year. During this year, you must be at the client's beck and call, and you will always meet in room 009. The voice continued. The client will contact us when he requires your services. We will reach out to you in turn, and you must show up when instructed to do so. Chelsea was dumbfounded. The gold card in her hand burned like a brand. Aye aye. The transaction should be completed since I've sold my virginity. So why do I need to sleep with him for another year? There must be a mistake. The disembodied voice mocked. The client has needs. And Mr. Jones is in want of his money. A transaction between two willing parties is but a natural thing. Besides selling your virginity. Mr. Jones has also signed a contract stipulating the provision of your services to the client for one year. And the payment is already in his account. Please remember your code. FEM009. Keep your phone switched on 24-7. We do not take gosters lightly. Chelsea did not know how she dragged herself out of that place. Her ears rang with the unsolicited advice of the staff in the club. The client is sponsoring you for a year. So you must be at his complete disposal. Keep him satisfied. And don't try to hide from us. For we will track you down. Chell. A man suddenly appeared before her. Jolting her out of her thoughts. The short, lecherous man sported a row of yellowed and uneven teeth. Chewing on the butt of a cigarette in his mouth. He looked like an absolute weasel. This weasel was, unfortunately, her despicable father. Donald Jones. Clenching her fists. Chelsea's hatred for him instantly swelled. If only murder is legal. Donald Jones. Why aren't you dead? The world would benefit from the absence of a wastrel when you are gone. Spitting out the cigarette. Donald approached her and laughed menacingly. If I die, who's going to drop such a golden opportunity in your lap? You must have enjoyed yourself last night. Eh. F asterisk CK off. I know you are exactly like your mom. You are both WH asterisk rays. Why else would he book you for an entire year? My word. My darling daughter. Thank you for blessing your father with a windfall. Chelsea's sighs burned with murderous rage. The vile smile widened on Donald's face as he continued. My darling daughter. You are nothing but your father's girl. You should be thanking me for my kindness. The client may have worn a mask, but I can tell that he is a handsome guy, at least six feet tall, and I couldn't see an inch of fat on him in his suit. My dear, you've totally won the lottery. In fact, he's probably the one on the losing end, seeing as he's forking out a sizable fortune for your services. Once he comes to his senses, he's going to be infuriated. His mockery made Chelsea clench her fists tighter. As if sensing her imminent explosion, he moved to the side before continuing. Though I must say, I think I'm the one losing out in this deal. I got 30,000 from selling your virginity in one night and a mere 100,000 from signing the one-year contract. If I do the math, that little sh asterisk t's shortchanging me for your services. She swung a right hook at her father in a blind rage. D asterisk M in it.
I didn't keep my virginity for 24 years for him to sell it off for 130,000. Who on earth does he think I am? However, Donald grabbed her fist before it could strike him, shoving her back viciously. He mocked. You can wait for a couple more years if you want to hit me. Arg. Her body was still sore. So naturally, she was no match for him. Staggering backward, she crumpled to the ground. Donald sauntered smugly to her side and knelt slightly. He taunted. My darling daughter, a hundred and thirty thousand is nothing. I owe the loan sharks a hundred and fifty thousand. I need a hundred thousand on top of that for my mistress jewelry and holiday trips. The people at the club told me that a femp can still serve other clients even if she's reserved by another as long as no sex is involved. You can make more money by selling alcohol and the like. Before he could finish his sentence, Chelsea had spat in his face. Crawling to her feet, she said coldly, Don't push your luck. You should not underestimate me. Donald seemed indifferent to Chelsea's outburst as he wiped his face. I'm not scared of you. The only thing that can frighten me is poverty. If you refuse to fulfill the contract, I'll go to your office right now and tell them who Fem009 is. Be my guest. We can dissolve the contract while we're at it. You know, I used to worry that you'd kill my mom. But I'm starting to see the light. I'd rather die than live in humiliation my whole life. I'd like to see how you'll fare in the face of death for a change. Chelsea had had enough with acquiescing to her father's demands. I can't stoop to being a hooker. One man was hard enough, let alone a bunch of them. I'd rather die than denigrate myself like this. She pushed past him despite her soreness and left without a glance at him. Shocked by her unusual steelness, Donald changed tack and chased after her. He coaxed. That was just a bit of well-meaning advice. It's perfectly fine if you refuse. There's no need to tear our family apart over these matters. If we can't get money from the club, there are other ways. You should call that Ben Gomez right now and invite them for a discussion on your dowry and wedding. Chelsea froze in her tracks. W what did you say? He continued shamelessly. Ben has been pursuing you for years. It's about time you accepted his feelings. Seeing as I've raised you and provided for your every need over the years, I think a dowry of 200,000 sounds pretty reasonable. Oh, did you feed me? Or pay for my tuition fees? Ah, why say such things when we're a family? You are making it sound like I'm a total stranger. I'm the one making a loss on your marriage to Ben. 200,000 for your entire life is a losing business compared to what that client was willing to pay for a year. Infuriated, Chelsea screamed at him. Donald Jones, do you not have a shred of sympathy left in you? Are you even human? It's bad enough that you are dragging me into this mess. How can you involve Ben? How can I marry him after selling my virginity to another man? Donald merely laughed and said flippantly. That fool is infatuated with you, and he'd rather die than live without you. So the loss of your virginity is just a small matter to him. Besides, I'm sure he won't even notice the difference. F asterisk CK off. I hope you rot in hell. Running out of patience, Chelsea pushed him away as she stalked off. Panicking, Donald chased after her.
Why should I go rot in hell? This whole situation is between you, the client, and Ben. I've got nothing to do with it. Every word that came out of his vile mouth stroked her anger further. Oblivious to it, he added, It's perfectly normal for a woman to date around before settling down. You are milking a hundred and thirty thousand from your relationship with the client. And you'll get two hundred thousand in dowry when you marry Ben. What's wrong with that? When I need more money, you can divorce Ben and marry someone else. I don't see a problem with that. Chelsea's face soured as she quickened her steps. Chell, I've been very understanding. And you need to compromise. Otherwise, your mom will be the one rotting in hell. Donald threatened cruelly. She can't be that heartless. As he had expected, Chelsea immediately paused. Her mom was her Achilles heel, and Donald was more than willing to carry out his despicable plans. She recalled the year she graduated from university, when she turned Ben down once again. Donald had thrown her mother to the wolves. If she had not arrived in time, who knew what unspeakable things would have happened to her mom? I can't let her go through that ordeal again. With that, she finally caved, pulling out her phone in resignation. She called Ben. Are you free? My dad would like to meet your parents to discuss our wedding. Besotted with Chelsea, Ben had pursued her during their four years in university. Her repeated rejections had done nothing to dampen his feelings. Unfortunately, Donald found out about him during one of Ben's visits to their home. Ben's parents owned a small business. It set them up comfortably with three houses, two Buicks, and a live-in housekeeper. Most importantly, Ben was their only child. Ever since Donald learned about this tidbit, he had been pressuring Chelsea to accept Ben, often threatening her mother in the process. Chelsea knew it would be unfair to drag anyone into the mess she called her family. Her rejection of Ben thus stemmed from the desire to protect him from Donald's clutches. Fate, however, had other plans. She felt like an unwilling victim of Murphy's Law. The table of delicacies before her did nothing to lift her mood or appetite. Chell, you should relax when you are off on the weekends. I know work never ends, but try not to worry too much about it. Here, you should taste this. It's one of your favorite dishes. I've been planning to bring you here for ages, but you were always too busy. Ben coaxed her cautiously at the sight of her coldness. His words only deepened her guilt. Not only does he like me a lot, but he also understands me very well. Too bad I can't even protect him from my dad. Ben, I'm so sorry. Lowering her head, she nibbled on the food, but her stomach turned. Putting down her fork, Chelsea forced a smile on her face before saying, You should stay here with your parents and chat with my dad. I'm going to the restroom. Let me know how the discussion goes. She nodded respectfully at Ben's parents before leaving the table. Ben's mother, Sally, was exceptionally fond of her. She smiled brightly and exclaimed, Chell is a great kid. I've had a soft spot for her since the first time I met her. And I've always been 100% behind Ben's decision to pursue her. The Gomez family is blessed to have a daughter-in-law like her. Ben's father, Dan had a great impression of Chelsea as well. Adding on to his wife's praises, he said, 
Benny's always been a stubborn kid. He never listens to my wife or me. Yet he hangs on Chell's every word. Frankly, I'm relieved that someone like Chell will be taking care of him. Ah, you are too kind. I know Chell seems very quiet and cold. But she's a kind person at heart. Came Donald's fox modesty. Unbeknownst to them, the subject of their discussion had locked herself in the toilet in an attempt to block out their voices. Chelsea knew that Dan and Sally were fond of her. In fact, they had always seen her as more of a daughter than a prospective daughter-in-law. They never skimped on new clothes or beauty products for their beloved Chelsea. Whenever they enjoyed a delicious meal, they would have been deliver a portion to her as well. Yet, what have I done for them in return? Nothing. There's nothing I can do for them. With those jumbled thoughts in her head, she scrubbed herself furiously at the sink. But no matter how hard she scrubbed, she could not get rid of the disgust she felt with herself. My virginity is gone. And my body is sullied. If I push through with this wedding, I will only drag Ben further into my mess. What on earth should I do? Chelsea left the restroom in frustration. As she opened the door, she was stunned at the sight of a man leaving the men's restroom. Towering at six feet five, he was nothing short of a real-life Adonis. Dr. Morris. The man's appearance caught her by surprise. He was none other than Liam Morris, the boyfriend of her boss, Wendy Adams. Thanks for listening to the Bravanovel audiobook. Welcome to download the Bravanovel app. Read the novel not here, not now online and get the latest updates.